0: Welcome to the Project Zion Podcast. This podcast explores the unique spiritual and theological gifts Community of Christ offers for today's world. Welcome to Coffee to Go, where we center ourselves in the seasons and holy days of the Christian tradition. I'm Blake Smith. I'm here with Karen Peter, and we welcome you on the journey. I want to say if you haven't been with us before, we call it Coffee to Go because this is something to hopefully help prepare us to walk with Jesus through the liturgical calendar. So good morning, Karen.
1: Good morning, Blake. I don't know why we do these in the morning when I'm not fully caffeinated, but here we are again.
0: (laughs) So as we ask every week, where are we with Jesus this week, Karen?
1: So this is the second week of Lent. Lent is that period of uh, preparation when Jesus was preparing for ministry, preparing to make the journey to Jerusalem. So in this particular week, Jesus is teaching about the natural and spiritual birth that God desires. He's Teaching about the complete restoration of the fullness of God's creation in humanity and in the world itself. That it's it's not just the physical. It's the physical and the spiritual that we're born as human. But we're also born in spirit, in new life, in, in God's eternal reconciled creation. And this is complicated stuff. And Nicodemus doesn't understand it. That's who he's talking to. And some days I don't understand it either. There are days I really don't understand uh, some scriptural and theological concepts. So I resonate with Nicodemus that he doesn't quite get what Jesus is talking
0: about. Well, it's easy to get lost in that because our our Christian culture, not just our culture, but our Christian culture is, has worked so hard for so long to separate the two. Um, you know, spirit and flesh.
1: Yes, and that the the flesh is evil, and the spirit is good, and and we we make this a, a real um, divided sense of self. But this passage, where Jesus is talking to Nicodemus, Jesus is referring to the whole of creation, physical and spiritual. And and I know for myself, it's easier to separate what I can experience as real, as tangible, as physical. And neglect kind of the deeper spiritual side of my discipleship, my life in Christ, because um, it doesn't it doesn't seem as pertinent some days than than what I'm actually dealing with in life. And so if if I have a tendency to do that anyway and I have a hard time kind of understanding, as Nicodemus did, how do we live in that space? How do we live in this space as Christians of not fully understanding what's going on? And is it okay as Christians to live in a space of not fully understanding? So let's hear the scripture and let's see what uh, what we think after we hear that.
0: So I can't help getting to the scripture without remembering uh, one of my seminary professors uh, affectionately calling this Nick at night, when he referred to this passage. Now, some of our younger listeners might not even, this may be so dated and irrelevant, but our older listeners who are familiar with the Nickelodeon channel and uh, uh, Nick at night. But anyway, at that time, it was relevant. I I just can't help uh, but think of that every time I hear this. But the passage comes from uh, the third chapter of John, and it's the first through the 17th verse. Now, there was a Pharisee named Nicodemus The wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said to him, How can these things be? Jesus answered him, Are you a teacher of Israel? And yet you do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you,
1: So this is such a wonderful conversation that Jesus and Nicodemus are having. And I can feel myself at times resonating um, in that conversation, trying to understand what Jesus is talking about. And when I think about living day in the second Sunday of Lent and living in this kind of place of not fully understanding what does that mean for us there are a couple of things that that comes to mind and one is that the end of this passage John 3:16 and 3:17 John 3:16 has been used in a lot of different ways to exclude others mm-hmm. just reading John 3:16 if you believe you have eternal life which implies that if you don't believe you don't and yet John 3:17 says that God did not send the son into the world to condemn the world but in order for the world to be saved through him. And so that includes everyone. And so I think it's important when we look at this scripture right now in the second Sunday of Lent to not fall into just looking at John 3:16 and thinking that this is excluding people who don't who don't yet believe or who don't yet understand, because that's not what's happening, um, which is important because there are days I don't understand. Um, and yet we all want to belong. We all want to be included in, in what is happening here with Jesus. And that's why Nicodemus came and asked the questions.
0: And that's just such a, such an important point. You know, I remember growing up if, if I knew any Bible scripture, it was John three sixteen. I mean, that's, yeah. You see it in football games, references. It's just kind of thrown around, but it's a completely different passage when you read it in the context with verse seventeen. So that makes yeah. so such a difference.
1: Or even in the context of the conversation with Nicodemus, yes. which Jesus yes. is really trying to explain. And and really, we all want to be loved. We all want to be welcomed. We all want to be wanted in some way. That's that's just human nature. And and this passage speaks to that. Nicodemus wants to understand and this ending of this passage that God so loved the world. We want that. But we forget that God, too, wants that because God loves. We want to be loved and God loves. God welcomes. God yearns for each person and really the fullness of creation to be reconciled with God. And we don't always understand that. And we don't sometimes know how to deepen it, how to close the gap between the physical and the spiritual realm? What does it mean to bring those closer together in my own understanding so that I'm not so unfamiliar with the spiritual um, side of, of my experience in my life? So I think that's really relevant today, especially nowadays when fewer and fewer people want to have a traditional church experience. But more and more people want to have some kind of spiritual experience. And so we want to be able to to find ways to close that gap and to have those experiences that fulfill that um, yearning in us. And so some of the ways that we can experience the second week of Lent and God's desire to love and reconcile the whole world to God is uh, Try to make a mental note on the times during this week when you are allowing yourself to fall into negative self-talk. I don't know what it looks like for you, Blake, but I know (laughs) that there are times when, you know, I'm thinking I am not enough to do this. I'm not good enough to do this. I'm not worthy enough to go here. I'm not social enough to be with these people, whatever it is. I'm just not enough. And that's negative self-talk. And at the end of the week, look back at when you did that and empty those phrases out of your life, out of your experience in in some way. Note them and then just excise them from from your own conversations with yourself.
0: You know, something that comes to mind real quick in that eliminating the the self-talk about um, what what's not good about us Many times I've heard this passage talked about it and, and we want to criticize Nicodemus as a teacher who comes at night when nobody can see him. And, you know, so it's not that great of a thing that he did. And yet imagine the amount of anguish it probably, he probably experienced to get to the point of knowing I need to go and have a conversation. And so just making that step. So we often our, our self talk of We're not good enough. We haven't done enough. Or you know, I can't do this out publicly. Or I'm not confident enough to do this in front of my friends. But any no, I step- shouldn't
1: be doing podcast episodes because <laughs> yes, right, right. <laughs> but just to things.
0: just to say the effort is also recognized, and I yeah. and I think Nicodemus needs to get some credit for even having made the effort to go and talk with Christ.
1: Well, and that's what 316 says, right? God so loved the world. And so we need to love and that includes ourselves. And so we empty out the, that negative self-talk. But also we need to notice when we engage in negative thoughts toward others. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I'm pulling into Trader Joe's and somebody takes that parking spot that I had my eye on. I will have a negative thought about that person and that that happens in my life. It's a minor negative thought, but it's going to happen. There are others. There are other major negative thoughts I have about other people <laughs> in my life, too. But the reality is, if I'm going to read John 3:16, I have to also read John 3:17, And so I have to empty those negative thoughts that I have about others. I have to excise those for my life as well because God reconciles, redeems and restores all the world, not just the part I feel comfortable about.
0: Just real quickly, thank you for admitting uh, oh. the, the parking thing. Probably my most negative self-ta- self-talk about others or talk about others is while driving. So thank yes. you for making me feel <laughs> for a many little of better.
1: Us. <laughs> for many of us, it is. And when we excise those things out of, Um, our life, we have space. And in that space, we can make choices that contribute to the health and the wholeness of all of God's creation. We can take those freshly cleaned out spaces and we can harbor goodwill in them towards the created world that God loves, towards the whole created world that God loves, those who believe, those who don't believe. Those who understand, those who do not yet understand, everyone, the whole world, God loves. And when we remove our patterns, our negative patterns, we make a place to foster uh, that goodwill towards uh, God's whole creation. Mm -hmm. So those are some ideas to experience the conversation with Jesus and Nicodemus this week. So what questions came to mind, Blake?
0: Well, I'm challenged by this idea of making space and being aware of the others. So I have to ask myself, you know, am I more interested in those who think like me or look like me or act like me um, than really the whole of the world? Also, you know, I, I want to ask, how is my spiritual health? How am I nurturing new life, body, and spirit in my own life? And so, you know, like Nic- Nicodemus, Sometimes I don't understand the importance of it. Maybe I don't get it. Maybe I just tell myself I don't get it uh, because I'm caught up in all the stuff of life. But taking a moment to pause and say, you know, how am I nurturing my own spiritual health, body and spirit? So not just not separating out the spirit from the flesh, but my whole self. Um, And finally, what is my relationship to the world? Am I invested in its goodness? Or am I contributing to its deterioration?
1: Mm, Good questions to reflect on in this second week of Lent. Yeah. So we've got a blessing today um, from Psalm 121. I'll read the blessing and then you can close us up today. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. God will not let your foot be moved. God who keeps you will not slumber. God who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. God will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore.
0: Mm. We're not alone. We invite you to join us here again at Coffee to Go for the next part of our journey through the liturgical seasons and holy days of the Christian tradition. Thanks for listening to Project Zion Podcast. Project Zion Podcast is a ministry of Community of Christ. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are of those speaking and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Community of Christ. The music has been graciously provided by Dave Hines.